Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. now, right? All right, everybody. Yes. Uh, welcome to the Hey Fresh podcast streaming on Facebook. I think the last time we went live on Facebook was 2013. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> little TVP moment for you all. We're trying out Facebook now and I'm ready to go. Yeah, we haven't used Facebook this much in five years, y'all. Uh, no, it's true, right? I mean, every no one's used yeah. Facebook except for now because of COVID-19. Everyone's on the Facebooks. All right, so if you've stumbled upon this live feed, I'm Sarah Frazier. This is AJ. We have this podcast called Hey Frazier. It's a comedy podcast all about pop culture. And today we're having Olivia Plath from Welcome to Plathville on the on the show. Okay, AJ, like take me back. When was Welcome to Plathville out? This fall? 
You know, I've lost all sense of reality. So I have literally, I think it was this fall. Yeah, we talked about it a couple months ago. So yeah. Hmm, was it this past fall? Uh, seems like it. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. It's been crazy. But we did become obsessed with the show. And the premise of the show is basically this whole entire family down in Georgia. They're this beautiful, like, they almost look like Swedish, perfect white, all blonde-haired, blue-eyed. And the parents, Kim and Barry Plath, had basically sheltered them their whole lives. So they've been living coronavirus for the past 20 years. You know, like, they <laughs> had no cell phones, right? They'd never seen, they'd never seen yeah. a coca-cola none of them had ever drank alcohol none of them had ever seen an iphone and nothing they're being introduced to this on the show so kim and barry have what was it 11 children nine nine kids okay nine kids so the nine children the oldest one ethan goes out and marries this beautiful woman olivia all right olivia's a photographer she's on instagram olivia plath and so she essentially is like introducing ethan to his first margarita and it's 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 hysterical it is so funny he's like is this a margarita i like this and oh a (laughs) coca-cola this tastes good to me Best part, best part. So she's been cool enough to, for this quarantine, to hop on our show. And I'm getting a spam risk here. I don't care about, like, who who's still calling us for spam, like, during coronavirus? Anyway. I have no idea. That's such a good question. I've been getting so many calls, too. Yeah. Okay, sir, you can just wait here, all right? I'm not refinancing my fucking credit card. Everyone's not paying their credit cards, so piss off. Anyway, right? I mean, right? I mean, who's paying their credit cards now? So she's going to hop on the live stream. But how's, I, I was just asking you what, what your opinion was. If you think people are more serious about coronavirus, less serious, like what's happening? But you think people every, are. Yeah, I feel like every day changes. So like two days ago, I thought, okay, everyone's on quarantine, serious time. Like, let's go. And then, you know, yesterday was, I don't know, maybe approached 70 degrees and everybody and the mother was out. They're playing ski ball. They're playing like hopscotch. I live right in the city in D.C. and everyone was walking outside like it was a normal afternoon. I was like, hello, we're still supposed to be in quarantine, y'all, just because it goes up three degrees. I couldn't believe it. Really? We'll see Arlington. I live over in Arlington, Virginia, and Arlington seems like people are really taking it seriously. And I was I was just putting on my Instagram that um, there was a group of older people out here doing Tai Chi and the leader brought a measuring tape and he was actually measuring it out six feet and spacing all the older people out and then they were doing Tai Chi. It, it was, it was what? perfect coronavirus. That's that's their form of um, of exercise is Tai Chi in this time of quarantine. Okay. Well, hey, they're getting outside. Yeah, me too. I thought it was great. It was, it's so comical. Like it was, it's up on my um, Instagram stories. So it was a freaking riot. But uh, no, I, I think people are, I think people are taking it more seriously for sure. And, you know, we're going to have on Monday's podcast. We'll do it. I think we're going to try to figure out if we can do it live here. Essentially, yeah. she's like an energy reading psychic who's going to give the world. She says that there is a major energy shift happening here. And she's going to explain exactly what coronavirus means to your future, your like why you're staying home with your spouse, your kids. I'm really anxious to get her on because her philosophy about what is happening, I think, think is mind-blowing it is spot on and there's so many different religions and beliefs in the world you know i come from a very catholic religious family so of course i tell my mom all these thoughts about spiritual she's like 
oh, Andrea, 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 it's Jesus. Jesus is coming. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, I see that. Yes. And I'm very religious as well. So like, you know, I go, I agree. Um, but speaking of religion and all of our friends over at, uh, in Plathville, we have Olivia on. Olivia! I'm oh going to bring her in live right okay. now. I'm so excited. Olivia! Hi! Oh my Thank God. You are gorgeous. This is so much fun. She's an angel from heaven right now. This is amazing. <laughs> okay, Olivia, we have 10,000 questions for you. We were fans, fast fans of Welcome to Plathville. It aired this past fall. Um, you guys are, uh, you know, anxiously awaiting a season two, which we'll discuss. But, okay, tell us how you all got cast for this amazing show. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> thing. Like, I feel like I was kind of the outsider, you know, marrying into the family and they already had like their little thing going. Right. Uh, well, Kim did. And okay, I, I work really hard not to throw any shade. Okay, you guys. <laughs> oh, don't so, worry. We're like the queens of it. It's all good. True. I know. I've watched you guys a lot. So I think. <laughs> Anyways, um, Kim wanted a show for a long time. And, you know, had kind of pitched several things to different networks and whatever. And it was um, the band that, like, brought TLC's interest. They saw, like, a band video and they were like, oh, my gosh, all these kids that are so blonde. And, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was just, I feel like, you know, TV shows thrive off of people who are abnormal. And that was definitely the case here. So, weird enough, I guess you get a show. <laughs> so, the Okay, great. So you married into that. Um, yes. <laughs> girl, you were one of our favorites. And I, I know at one point you put up uh, an Instagram post. And I look, I've been there. I've gone viral for like wrong reasons. I've gone viral for right reasons. AJ's just went viral for good reasons. But it's really hard when you don't have control of a storyline. And definitely at the end of season one, they I mean, the whole time they painted you as, you know, the outsider exposing these kids to like, quote unquote a normal life so when like when the show was ending you essentially you'd thrown like a surprise birthday party for mariah kim and barry were like super upset about it and then everyone basically accused you of like kind of pulling the wool over their eyes so what was the fallout like in real life and how do you feel like was that even really correctly you know portraying you um how was the fallout like with my relationship with barry and kim yeah Okay, that happened way before the show. Um, <laughs> that happened when we were still engaged. Um, I feel like, okay, so I grew up in a very conservative um, family church. My dad was a pastor, very conservative church. So I feel like I was not as sheltered as the Plath kids, but in many ways, I grew up a lot like them, which is why Ethan and I started talking in the first place. Like, we were both wanting to get out so bad, and we both wanted freedom. And it was like the person that you talk to during that time, there's a sort of bond there, which is why we started dating in the first place. Cause I always said I would never go back to the circle I was raised in. So, you know, jokes on me. Um, yep. So anyways, when, because I like grew up in that circle and I grew up with like women are quiet, you don't have a voice, you know, men are dominant, patriarchal. I, in the very beginning of Ethan and I's relationship, I kind of just let him walk all over me. Um, and I didn't put my foot down because I was still getting out of my dad's house. I was still learning, like, what authority how do I have? You know, who do I want to be? And when we got engaged, I, like, 
I kind of blame it on myself because I came to a breaking point where I'm like, I've had enough of people walking on me my entire life. And this is my wedding. I'm going to do what I want. And that's that. And that did not go over well because you let someone walk on you for a long time. And then you like put a strong line down. They're kind of like, whoa, like, where'd that come from? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what happened. Um, but I would say that we had not been on like, good terms at all for a good year before the show started okay wow so when you guys filmed it was already tense yeah yeah more tense than it than it it was portrayed yeah because they actually you know what in hearing that i mean really in you know thinking about the show they actually portrayed you guys as having a pretty good relationship yeah i mean let me put it this way so like i've not seen kim and barry since season one ended um i don't they don't acknowledge me in public they like what walmart they'll like turn their head the other way so, oh. like, season two, season two. We have yes, we have got to get a season two. The tea is hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, out of all the in, the in the shows, what do you think was the biggest moment? Like, we know the 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 beer scene where you guys are drinking beer at the at the birthday party for Mariah. Like, was that one of the biggest fallouts, or like, were there other ones that we didn't really notice on the show? Um, like the beer scene wasn't that big because the producers asked us before dinner, they're like, are you guys going to have anything to drink? And I was like, well, when we told Barrington the location, they knew it was a bar slash restaurant. They were supposed to come. Um, and it wasn't like they were choosing to come because they knew it was a birthday party. They couldn't miss. Like we literally just said, we'd like to get together. We've got some stuff we want to do. Can you meet us at this restaurant? And they said, sure. So like they knew what it was. Um, and we were like, well, like, my dad always told me, and this is something that I have always remembered as I'm trying to figure out, you know, who I want to be and I don't want what I grew up with, but how far do I want to go? My dad always told me that when you're the host of something or something's in your house and you want to do something, that's totally fine. But when you go to someone else's space, you should respect you like what triggers them or whatever. So if I was at the farm or if Barry and Kim had hosted, I would have never had alcohol. But I was the host and they knew it was at a bar. And so I was like, you know what? Like they knew coming into this, it's okay if we have something to drink. So they made like a a big deal of it. I feel like in the interview. Yeah. But in in real life, it was like a passing moment. Okay. So what do you say? But Olivia, I want to just go back for a second. You said that, that Kim had wanted a show for a long time. I mean, that is such a contradiction of how they were portrayed, you know, because uh, didn't Kim raise them without television, no cell phones, but she wants a reality TV show. Mm -hmm. Hey, you didn't say anything. I, I, didn't, I didn't say a word. You guys can't put anything okay, on me. So, girl, how's your? I mean, I love it. Your husband must support you fully. I mean, Ethan must be like, you know. I mean, I know it's always hard when you're choosing between spouse and family, no doubt. But I mean, it seems like Ethan supports you. I mean, that's been like a, a journey and a long process because, and it's been like a reminder for me to give him grace because I feel like. When you've grown up not being allowed to have a voice or a choice, it's really hard to also just step into that role. Um, and we did get married ridiculously young. Yeah. And so a lot of the time that we would have spent growing as individuals has been like, oh, now we have a marriage to work on. Oh, now someone doesn't want our marriage to happen. So we got to fight harder for that. Like, it's just been a lot, I feel like, in the first year. And it has reminded me to give him, like, extra grace that he's not just learning how to have a voice. He's learning like all these different things at one time. And that's a lot. That is so, a lot. That we have um, our spats about it. And, but what about, okay. So, you know, there, there's been recent rumors that you and Ethan separated and then you had sort of shot that down on social media. So is there any truth to that? I mean, I feel like it's 
natural for everyone to assume that because even we looked at it and said like all the odds are stacked against us um we got married really young yeah um we had very strict dating rules and so i feel like in many ways we didn't have the opportunity to just get to know each other normally like many young people do so i understand why everyone would say that and also like with family drama and it's hard for a spouse to choose between their partner or their family totally so i feel like stacked against us and i don't blame anyone for thinking that like i've had my own moments of like oh gosh this is just not gonna work like but then yeah. i remember like really commitment and i want to stick by it and i know that if we can get through this together it'll be better later so oh girl yeah we all feel oh. that way and we're not on reality tv so don't worry you don't have to tell us <laughs> actually it was really funny i'll so just true. tell you this story my husband so we were talking about you know with covid19 i was just saying wow it, it's amazing that we had our wedding last year because we got married last august and it was great because since then i've had an aunt and uncle pass away so it was a really beautiful mm-hmm. moment that all of our family mm-hmm. came together and my husband today was like yeah if this had been happening you would have been like okay this is a sign we shouldn't be together i'm having doubts <laughs> like it's so it's so funny it just you know so you have doubts anyway throughout your whole marriage it's it's difficult yeah no i thought that when we got married because we got married the weekend of hurricane michael oh my god georgia um our attendance rate went from like 400 people to like 100 people so like all the flights and hotels were canceled we had an outdoor wedding we didn't have power for four days before the weddings like nobody had showers it was insane and at that time i remember thinking this is the sign i was <laughs> about this this is when the girl turns around and walks out <laughs> yes oh my god well can we just say like one of our favorite parts of the show was when ethan tries new things like the coca-cola and the, we literally were dying for days about this dying. so have you have you introduced him to anything new or anything that's like worth talking about because i find it hilarious he's like coca-cola <laughs> it's good like i, I mean i feel like so all that stuff is totally real life. I feel like it's a little bit behind because when the show started, Micah and everyone, like this is why it doesn't make sense when people watch it. And re- like reality TV is reality TV. Um, but Micah, Mariah, and Ethan had all started trying stuff probably six months prior to the show. So, I mean, that's why a lot of people are like, they couldn't be that sheltered. Like they know this term and they have a phone and this and that. And like all that stuff had started breaking about six months before the show. And so Joe came along, they'd already caught up on some stuff, but they were behind on others, which is why everyone's like, this makes no sense. Like, anyways, um, I can't think of anything. Well, like, so after the show ended, we went to Europe for two weeks and he had a whole lot of really interesting firsts there. And I was like scared to death the whole time. Like, (laughs) (laughs) where'd you guys go? Like, were you going like Amsterdam, Europe? Were you going like, like Paris? Where'd you go? We went to Paris and spent a couple days there. And from Paris, we went to a really small French town, Colmar. And then we went and we did Austria and Germany and Switzerland as well. So we took two weeks. It was a lot. But (laughs) one of my, at the time, this was so not funny. I was really, (laughs) but looking back, like we've laughed our heads off about it. And I remember when we were in Paris, um, the morning we left, we like, I know it's like, the way we travel is you just do several things cheaper and then you get to see more. So we would stay like, you know, in a cheaper area outside the city and walk wherever we needed to go. And we were like, you know, good exercise. It's fine. So the morning we left Paris, we had to walk like an hour and a half for our train station. And, you know, we got up early in the morning. We walked all the way there. 
and I don't have any, like cell service. So it's just whenever I can connect to Wi-Fi. So we get to the train station, we're sitting there for a little bit. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll just log into the Wi-Fi here. And as soon as I logged into the Wi-Fi, our Air, um, Airbnb host messages started coming through. And it was like, you left your cell phone. And I was like, hey, Ethan, <laughs> cell phone. And he like felt all his pockets. And he was like, oh, I stuck it between the mattress and the box spring last night. And I was like, what the heck? Who does that? And I was like, all right, well, here's the deal. You can go back to your cell phone. Or you can spend three or four hundred dollars and get a new cell phone. And he is a penny pincher. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not buying a new cell phone. I'm going back to my one. And I was like, um, okay, our train leaves in 30 minutes. It took us an hour and a half to walk here. How are you going to do this? And he was so confident in his abilities. <clears throat> he went outside. He got a bicycle. And he, like, left all his luggage with me, everything. And he just, like, tore off on the bicycle. His shirt tails like flapping in the wind. And he's dodging traffic. And I'm just like, I like, as I saw him go away, I'm never going to see him again. The South Georgia boy is like in the heart of Gone. Paris himself, never been anywhere. How's he going to find it an hour and a half back? Like, how's he going to find the Airbnb? Like, that's for sure. And I was just like, and I told him when he left, I was like, if you're not back in time, I'm just going. This is the only train out today. Like, <laughs> that's it. So, and, um, so I went back in the train station. He made it back with like five minutes to spare. What? I was like, how did you make it back so soon? And he's like, well, I didn't obey any traffic laws. Like everyone was honking at me and like waving at me to pull over and cussing at me in French. And he just like <laughs> kept my mind on where I was going. He got to the Airbnb and he remembered the courtyard code, but not like the, the room code. Oh. So he gets there and he's just shouting in English like, somebody come down here. And the guy came out and handed him his phone. He's just like, thanks. And took off on his bike and came back. And he back made it on the bike. That is incredible. It was, at the time, it was quite not incredible. But now it's very funny. Funny in hindsight. Um, Olivia, tell us about Mariah and Micah. Because also, you know, they, they painted like you and Mariah as kind of the rebels in the show. Um, you know, Mariah, everybody in that family is gorgeous. So, you know, we see Mariah getting out, wanting to move. So what is, what's the update of Mariah? It kind of seems like you two live together. Does she live with you guys? Or, okay. And what is she doing? Does yeah. she still want to move to California? What's the update with her? Um, I honestly don't know. It kind of changes day by day. Um, but back in December when Barry and Kim moved from the farm, um, they wanted Mike and Mariah out. So Mariah moved in with us and Micah moved in with a friend. And right now she's just working two part-time jobs. Um, and Mike is also like working here in town. So we see them quite frequently. Wow. That's like, I, I mean, there's so much going on in real life with that family. I feel like we don't need the plot line. We need the story of how they kicked out their kids. Like, I mean, this is like, what is going on? Okay. Wait, no. We just said like, we're going to start over. Okay. So what's the truth with the farm too? We've seen it on Airbnb. So is that what they normally did was Airbnb the farm? Or has that been because of the show and they want to sort of capitalize like people can stay there? Yeah, it's because of the show. Okay. They okay. just. They like wanted to start over and move on. They put it on Airbnb and moved to town. So, yeah. Okay, so are they raising their children the same way, like super, you know, not talking to the, the rest of the world, but then Mariah and Ethan, do they still talk to them or they just totally kick them out? Um, Mariah still talks to them because she's like trying to keep a relationship there with the little girls. And if things are bad between her and Barry and Kim, then she can't. Um, yeah, they don't talk to me and Ethan anymore. Um, they don't want to talk to Micah anymore. As far as like the little kids, I feel like in many ways they're tighter in some areas and not as tight in others. Right. 
because you know once you have the whole world looking at you you, you want to look cool so now it's totally fine to go to amusement parks or whatever but absolutely no media or books or outside contact so it's like it's it's weird now okay but they, okay so you obviously felt what it was like when people had negative things to say on your instagram but i got to imagine and i don't know i don't think i ever saw any social media that barry and kim had but barry and kim must have gotten incredible backlash I mean, they did, but they're also like they they have a Facebook and Instagram account, but the Instagram, I don't think they can get on it because I created that for Kim a long time ago. So I don't think can even get on it. Um, Fabulous. We and- can put out so much. <laughs> right. No, no, I will see. This is correct. This is wonderful. You hold on to that. OK, great news. <laughs> right. Capitalize it. No, yes. um, I feel like she's not on her Facebook anymore either. I know that she's still. um does see some of the stuff online because they had a mobile home on the farm that they rented out. And the people that live there, um, I should say are good friends of theirs. And she'll like host Q and A's online and people can ask any questions and she'll send them all to Kim and Kim will type out all the answers and send them back to her. So like they are involved in that kind of thing. Um, they could Google themselves and read a lot. Yeah. But then again, like I, I've had to stop doing that. So you know, it's just part of being on TV and him. I think, I think she thought it would turn out different than it did. Um, and I know that her and Barry, like with isolating themselves from the whole world, um, have, I don't know how to put this nicely. I think they thought that they had like a fail proof parenting technique. And I know, like, Kim has written a book on parenting. Uh, when Ethan and I were dating, she told me I needed to read it before, like, we got married or anything. So I think, like, they thought they had it figured out. And the show kind of exposed how that wasn't true. And so I think it ended differently than they thought it would. So what is the scoop with the season two? Is there, no, because we, obviously, you probably know, we had Marsha Dahl on this show um, <laughs> maybe a month or two ago, who's, like, a complete trip, loves you guys. Um but Marsha kind of was indicating that there wasn't a season two, and then Marsha was off pitching her own show. So what is the scoop? As of right now, I don't know. Yeah. To be completely honest, and also like a little bit white lying, I don't really know. Um, yeah, you guys, I'm sure, have to keep it. Yeah. Okay. I know like at the end of season one, Barry and Kim thought they would never do it again. And I said the same thing. I was like, I would never do that again. And it wasn't like the experience was bad. It was the people I was on TV with. Um, but you know yeah I mean yeah you got to be open to I mean I would love to see a season two I mean I think like knowing all this seeing like Mariah Micah everybody get like independence um you know just where it would go with you guys have all the elements right of great reality tv everybody's beautiful there's lots of drama uh sounds like (laughs) (laughs) oh wait now let's talk about like your own life you're actually a beautiful photographer in real life wedding photographer you were doing that long before the show right yeah yeah i mean so i was homeschooled um but my mom was a teacher before she came home and homeschooled us so i feel like i got a wonderful education um and my parents like had a fun for me to go to college and everything but i just really really wanted to do photography and so i talked with my dad about it we looked at numbers like how would this get me further in life how could i make money off this and then once i like convinced him it was a really good idea he let me use my college fund to like start up and buy all my gear and everything so i've been doing that since i was 17. wow amazing 
AJ, jump in if you have a question, because I, I could talk to Olivia all day. I have a thousand questions. What, oh, I know. Yeah, go ahead. Well, one of the other questions is, okay, once you became a reality TV star, you are in this kind of club of a very few other people that know what it's you're going through, right? Because no matter how much people are told, like, oh, you know, there, there's scripted storylines, people still believe this shit is totally real, which it's like, you know. So did any other reality stars reach out to you to say, hey, you'll get through this. Here's what you can do to kind of mentally block out of it anybody like famous or interesting reach out no okay well no i mean i haven't read all of my dms because there are so many um so i don't know but as far as i know i don't think so but i know like even me watching reality tv after this i've reached out to people just been like uh i know what that's like i know what it's like to buy you know hey just don't google yourself (laughs) totally it's like people I mean yeah the way people are portrayed is absolutely a storyline and and it's fun to get lost in that but I mean I cannot imagine I know right after that one episode aired and people were just like awful on your Instagram it's like oh my god really you guys for real I mean give me a break this is a while to find my tribe like in the very beginning I had like a lot of hate but then in the few months after the show's ended I feel like it took a while for me to find my tribe and like those people to kind of like if they hate you the ground forever and it took a while for them to kind of move on and people who actually supported me to like find me and oh this is worth following or commenting or whatever so i feel like the tables have turned a little bit um in the very beginning like it was as soon as the show ended it was really rough for business and stuff because i had a lot of people like oh you're just drama like we don't want to be a part of drama really and- god that must have hurt personally like uh, that must have been difficult yeah, it was. It was really rough for a couple months. Like I was really depressed right after the show ended. And it just took a while for me to like find a groove again. And okay, like, what am I going to do? Pick myself back up, you know? And like, it took a while for people who were going to support me to come along. But I'm really happy with it now. Oh, well, that's great to hear. We we always supported you. We were like, okay, clearly Olivia knows. Like we could see from looking from the outside in, but that's insane. Um, well, I just wanted to know what is the future with you and Ethan? Do you want children of your own or are you still focusing on just life right now, work? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I know like I still have weddings this year and I have some weddings booked for next year, but I kind of want to take a small step back and take fewer a year. Um, I would like to start college in the fall or next year sometime when it works out. Um, as far as Ethan, he's just like working his butt off. That's what he likes. <laughs> and we like a couple kids, but not yet. The way we look, we got married really young and we still have so much to learn. And especially like with everything that's happened just in the first year of marriage, there's no way I want to throw a kid into that. I don't want a kid into feel like I'm emotionally ready for a child. Um, because like, I know it takes a lot to raise a kid. Yeah. It and does. yeah, I know what it felt like being one of 10. And I felt like there's no way to get all the attention, like emotional attention or like mental attention that you need as a child. So I want to make sure that I don't repeat the same thing and I wait until I'm absolutely ready. It's so good. I mean, look, I hope you and Micah and Mariah and Ethan get a spinoff where you all just like make a band and do drugs. I mean, I want to see like I really do. I really do. I think I think that would be the best show ever. And then, you know, just hijack Kim and Barry's. You would. Ethan Ethan tries whippets for the first time. Like I can see it now. Viral. <laughs> viral. Viral. Okay. Yes. Any plans inside? I mean, Kim and Barry, I thought, I thought it was very obvious, you know, very difficult people. Obviously had not done like a lot of self-work. 
on themselves was my observation. Um, do you and Ethan talk about wanting to reconcile with them at all? Or are you guys just going to kind of hang back for now? Well, I think what everyone saw last year on the first season was us trying to reconcile at all costs. Um, and that includes like laying aside personal boundaries. And what we came to realize was that you cannot reconcile with someone unless it's a two way street. Like they can't demand respect of you if they won't respect you. Yeah. And that's what we had to come to the conclusion of is like, maybe it'll be reconciled someday, but not until it's met in the middle and we can't make up the entire distance. Girl. So as of right now, and that, that's what they've said. Um, like Ethan was over there the other day and he was like, you all don't love me because you don't love Olivia. And they were like, well, I mean, we love her and she'd be welcome if she would just change. And Ethan's like, it doesn't work that way. Like, what? So as of right now, we're just like, you know what? We're just going to move on, cut toxicity out of our lives, like maybe someday. But I mean, Kim's also told me that like she doesn't have a desire to like have a relationship with our kids. And so we're like, we'd rather just like move on and have our own life. And like that seems against her like belief and religion. Like that's totally against. That's not what God would ever. Right. That's contradictory. Like, I don't understand. I can't figure a lot of things out. (laughs) Wow. I mean, this was this is like so good. Did you guys ever just like pitch this to TLC? I wonder why TLC wanted to have this like storyline of you all reconciling so much when it seems like the real one was like the real, real one was even better. Well, (laughs) let's just say like it didn't start out this way. So like when the show when the show was pitched, when they were looking at doing it, they were looking at like the band video and they were just like, oh, my gosh, one big happy family like Duggars 2.0. Um, and they didn't realize anything that was going on until like paperwork was signed and we were in it. So it took a, that's why they were trying to reconcile it because it wasn't, wasn't what anyone, like what they wanted. Um, and what, you know, when you guys were doing this, did you and Ethan negotiate your own deals with TLC or Kim and Barry, you know, did everything? Cause I'm always curious. Like, I think people think the minute you're on TV, you're making thousands and thousands of dollars, but obviously you and Ethan are still working. Um, yeah. So how, who negotiated for you? Did you, or was it kind of like, hey, w- did they try to say to you guys, look, we'll just pay you like five grand and we'll just see where this goes? I mean, I don't know like how much I'm allowed to say. I also know that I could probably like get my way out of anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, just to like, I guess, sum it up and not say too much, Kim is the one that like took care of everything. And there was a lot of conflict with that as well, like not being allowed to see paperwork or anything like that and having her like. Sign- everyone and that was one of those parts of i will never do that again so. yeah girl we will give you good attorneys you yeah, <laughs> yeah. you guys you guys because yeah. you all are you were the sh- you know you were a big part of the show um there was one more thing i wanted to ask you about like ethan or the reality show i can't remember aj do you was there um you, you've been so good this is like this is just so interesting it's great to get yeah. like behind the scenes and um I'm, you know it just seems like you're so happy online oh i was gonna say to you you okay future idea for you you need to write yes. your own book on basically dealing with very difficult you know <laughs> mother-in-laws in-laws. yeah yeah everybody because they're that so many people watching and listening to this are going to be able to relate to that Well, I've had a lot of people ask me like to write a book and I guess my two main reasons for not wanting to do it is number one, I feel like, especially within the Christian circle I grew up with, like every young girl as soon as she was, you know, like 19, 20 wrote a book. Uh And I remember I read a lot of those books and I was just like, to be honest, this is crap. 
<laughs> Why do I need to pay $50 and read this book about guys? Like, right. Um, so I feel like that's part of my thing. Like, I know so many people who wrote books and I feel like it wasn't even <clears throat> wisdom or knowledge worth sharing. Um, and it wasn't worth the price tag. And so I don't want to just be another one of those girls that's like, oh, I figured it out, write a book, buy my book. And the other thing is I feel like I haven't gotten through this. And how could I coach someone or help someone if I've not figured it out myself? Oh my God, so, girl, you're so right. Everybody and their mother has a fucking book. I take that question back. That was a horrible. Everybody, every, and everyone hawks their book. They're like, buy my book, buy my book. You're right. You know what? Forget, screw the book. You're figuring it out. We love you. I almost think that you are too good for reality TV. I really do. I think you're actually too normal and, and really... I don't know. I, I think that you're like way above it. Now, of course, I do want to see you back because I, I we adore you guys. And we I think you guys doing a band and getting hooked on drugs would be amazing. But, you know, I mean, in the meantime, in, look, we got to stay in touch. We adore you. How can people yeah, we, and we also you live in Georgia. You shoot weddings, beautiful headshots. Where can people find you and frequent your business? Because this is really important when we come out of COVID-19. You know, weddings are going to be booming again. People are going to want, you know, headshots. So we want to just promote you. Where can people find you? And, and Thank you. Um, my hub right now is Instagram. I feel like it's what all the cool kids say, but I'll take it. Um, it's just like that. I have a link in my profile and you can you know, find my website through there or any other, like my Twitter, my Pinterest, like all my links are right there on my Instagram. So if people um, visit my Instagram first, they'll find links to my website or any other social media I have. It's kind of like my little hub. Olivia, you are such a strong woman. I loved your post that you did about finding your tribe. That's what it's all about. Because you're never going to be everything to everybody. You know, you're never going to make people all happy. People always have crap to say. So I just think it's great that how confident you are. And, I, and I'm really praying. I, I really hope that you and Ethan make it if you really want to make it and are madly in love. And if not, that's also the best way to go. So we're just rooting for you in general. You, you are such a rock star. You Thank are. You. <laughs> yeah, I you feel like I've learned so much. I'm a different person now than I was last year at this time, and the same like the year before. And I'm just really excited. Like, yeah, sometimes they the year suck and they're really, really hard and full of shit. But if I can just make it through each one, I know I'll like be stronger each year and no more. So. Oh, well, you are fabulous. Um, at Olivia Marie Plath is the Instagram. Please, please, please follow her. We really appreciate your time. We hope you're, we know you're being safe with COVID-19. And, uh, you know, just we're praying for your family too, that everybody's all good. Anyway, thank you guys for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Girl, we're having yes, you back. You. We love you. Yes. Hi to Mariah. Seriously. Hi to everybody. I will tell them that. Thank you. You got it. Thanks Bye, so Olivia. Much. All right, bye. See ya, bye. see ya. AJ, I, I, I was going to just like stay on and say hi to all of our Facebook fans. She was so amazing. Love her so much. Okay, beautiful inside and out. I mean, I, I, I just adore them. And now watching her back and asking her all the questions, like I can't even believe anyone was against her in the show. Like you can clearly tell I know she was like was the winner the whole time. And now I cannot stand Kim. And I'm glad she's off of social media so I can trash talk because I can't. I can't deal. 
Kim, Kim and Barry, what the actual F? Well, you know, look, you hate to like press somebody on their in-laws, right? Because at the end of the day, yeah. you know, I whatever know. they may reconcile, they might not, right? But it's I'm just so fascinated with Kim's obsession with reality TV. To me, it's like, you know, John and Kate plus eight, like Kate Goslin. You know, it was so obvious Kate Goslin wanted to be so famous, like at any cost. Um, and I'm just, you know... I don't know. I, I think that that's really fascinating. And I mean, for Kim to tell her, we're not even really interested in even meeting your own kids, like Kim's grandchildren. I, it would take me a lot to not punch her. Like, I, I would be like, what are you talking about? Wow. It's my it's my child. It's your grandchild. Like you're flesh and blood. And you, you're saying you don't want to meet them. I don't understand. To me, that would hurt more than anything. I'd be like, I but just, I'm so, she's so mature about it. I love it. It's, I think they are getting a season too. Because I, yeah. you know, because obviously she couldn't say much about that. So I would say there's a season two, 100% in the works. My, if I were to theorize after that interview, it's probably now everybody has their own representation or agent. So they're probably trying to come to an agreement on what Ethan and Olivia want, what Kim and Barry, this is a, this is just a legend. My wild. Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't write to them. She was great though. That was really fascinating. And I don't feel like that people are that open about, you know, they're going through a tough time, like with where sure. they're married. Marriage is at season two, Kim and Barry. I just can't believe that somebody can be so hypocritical, especially with, you know, religion and just having those morals, but then being, I think it was, it's mean the way Kim is acting towards both Ethan and Olivia. And I just can't understand. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's just hypocritical to I me. That's why I think there needs to be a season two because I want to see that all unfold, you know, before us. And that's the real story. That is the real story. Um, all right, girl, what are you doing? You know, we're we're trying to give you shows every single day. Today is what? Is today Friday? Oh yeah, today's Friday. Friday. I, I, I have not believe it. Lost track of the days. Um, yes. You asked me when we watched a show, and I said, I have no idea what year it is. I've been in the in quarantine for one week. I feel like what oh, Elliot, um, Lopez wants to know, how did you guys find that show? I think a listener submitted it to us because they're like, you guys have to review this show. No, right? I was watching it. Oh, see, I don't remember anything either. <laughs> no, no, no. Remember, remember, I just happened to be Hulu had suggested it. So uh, Hulu had hit my suggestions. Welcome to Platteville. And they had this picture of literally 15 blonde people. I thought, who the yeah. hell? How do these clones look alike? So I clicked on the show and we were instantly brought into it. Right. And we yeah. loved it, except where it was extremely long. Right. Every episode was like an hour. It was really, really drawn out with minimal commercials. And so and we kind of got into it. Then we got Marsha Doll. Marsha Doll was such a character. Such a character. They were all yep. characters because no one had ever seen a show where basically it predicted COVID-19. You know, these people had never experienced, like, they'd been in self-isolation for 25 years. They were coming out. I know. <laughs> so that's I can Olivia is actually still in the in our broadcast, which is not live. And I actually we could bring her back at any time. I actually did have another question for her. If um, Mariah or or um, or Micah are single. Oh, bring it back. Ask her. Yeah, I want to know if they're single. I'm in. OK, sorry to bring it back in. But <laughs> I liked how you whipped back. Back. <laughs> yeah, what's the deal? Are Mariah or Mariah or Micah single? Ah, <laughs> let's just say they've both gotten a whole lot of attention. I'm sure. Oh my um, god. I mean, like as have we all. Like I, I send all the dick pics to Ethan. I'm just like, no way. Yes, yes. <laughs> that um, is probably the most dick pics Ethan has ever. <laughs> 
Yeah, poor Ethan. He'd like never seen penis and now he's like inundated with it. You know, I mean, it's just poor Ethan. <laughs> This is well, the best. No, because when you're isolated on a farm and you have nothing else to you explore. So that's all I'm saying. They've only um, seen one color of peen. Now he's seeing all types of colors. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. You know what? I I just had an idea too. Mariah should be the next Bachelorette. Like they ought to put her. She should be on the next (laughs) Bachelorette. Oh, oh! Did we just hit on something? Is she going to be on like another show? No, I mean Mariah and I like love watching the Bachelorette and the Bachelor together. Like that's our guilty pleasure, or not so guilty. Um, (laughs) And I remember, like I said to her when the Bachelor finished i was like how would you feel like being on a show like that and she was like oh my gosh never ever would i do that i was like yeah i kind of feel the same way like um anyways back to the original question i feel like they're not taken but they're not single just because they've had interest and it's just kind of like there's a whole big open sea to fish from yeah um like one boy like for Mike and Mariah it's like not having friends growing up they had like literally one option or something and maybe that was a brother these, so like, <laughs> these questions are so good people want to know are they vaccinated or Kim and uh, are Kim and Barry's kids vaccinated I know they're anti-vax I was gonna say they've got to be anti-vaxxers 100% wait no did Micah actually get any modeling gigs he did yeah actually I mean that's really opened up since the show ended Ooh. thanks to Mark Wood we love Marsha. We've spent a lot of time with her. Um, and she's she's, had three, she's passed on. So, Wait, who passed on? She, oh, no. Like, oh, Marsha's had a lot of opportunities that she's passed on to us. Oh. So, really fun. Oh, thank God. Okay, I thought we great. said that Marsha Doll passed on. I was like, what? Okay, we love that. We love that. Okay, so they're still fishing through the the open sea of all the possibilities. Okay, because I mean, we we had our own listeners, all of our female listeners submit like, oh my gosh, Micah could literally just, you know, everyone was dying to talk to him. Super hot. Like, I think he's underage. Is is he? Is he over twenty one now? No. Okay. Damn. Oh my god, he's a child. Oh my god. This is depressing. Okay, this is depressing. <laughs> okay. Thank okay. you for clearing that up. Guess I will be. You. Uh, thank God you just saved me. I was gonna send him a picture of my tits, but uh, I just <laughs> now yeah. I realize now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you guys are a trip. Oh my god. This is hysterical. We love you guys. I'm looking Any at- more questions you want to see? I know. Sarah? Um, no, people were just curious about, you know, obviously they're pressing you for more season two questions. How we found the show. Are they vaccinated? People are laughing hysterically. Uh, how do they get those beautiful set of teeth? How do you all have gorgeous teeth? Probably it's just genetics. <laughs> yeah. um, mine are not. Oh! <laughs> Lucky mine you. are a lot of um, a lot of hard work with braces. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Most of our kids, most of like me and my siblings have had braces. As far as the plaques, I mean, I feel like working behind a camera my whole life, a camera can change a lot. And um, it can kind of like, I don't know, smooth things over, hides defects. So like a lot of people have said that about hair or teeth or anything like that. Like 
don't don't trust everything you see on a camera because hair can appear a different color and different light or something or like it's like the same thing you know you find anywhere that you always look on a camera than real life well you meet celebrities in real life and they look like wax figurines you know they've had so much work done but then like they look yeah. normal in real life this is great this is so the the plath family really has yellow horrible teeth but you know it's just the lighting and the filters <laughs> okay this is great no. news this is good no i'm just kidding um no, i think a lot of it is genetics like most of them have pretty straight teeth um one or two have had braces but most of them have pretty straight teeth Oh, my God. I'm worried about them now, though, with no vaccines. And, I mean, this COVID-19, this is crazy. Well, they're they're quarantined on their... Oh, okay. <laughs> Our studio is falling apart. I was going to say... They're... Top notch here. Just like TLC Top quality. Notch. They're quarantined on their farm. So no no harm there for the, the COVID. God, I hope. Um, not actually... Are people taking it serious down in Georgia yet or No. I mean, I feel like I was telling Mariah the other day, because there's so many like rednecks down here, I mean, it's the country, rednecks kind of deal with things like the first, you know, recourse of the time. They're like, nothing's going to hurt me. You know, I've been peeing in pasture since I was this old, like, (laughs) and then at the last minute when all the toilet paper's gone, all of a sudden everyone freaks out. I feel like that's kind of what happened down here. Nobody was concerned for a long time. And all of a sudden it's like people freaked out and the stores were empty. So... I don't think people are taking quarantining. Quarant- is that a word? Quarantining? Um, yeah, I think so, right? It's not even a word, I don't oh, think. Oh, no, not quarantining, just quarantine? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people are taking that very seriously. Um, like, I know my in-laws host a lot of parties and stuff. And, um, like, a lot of the young people are still out and about hanging out and everything. But I want to do my part. So I've pretty much been home. Oh, my God. Um, Thank you for doing your part. Seriously, people don't realize how damn serious this is. And I mean, we are seeing young people die of it. Again, your chances of dying of it for being young are very low. But but it is happening. I mean, you know, look, I just you can be the one percent. And it's like nothing is going to bring back your life. Well, and even then, like I was I was talking to Ethan about it. And I was like, I'm not afraid for myself. I'm not scared. I'm going to catch up. I'm not scared. I'm going to die. What I'm scared of is having those. Um, germs on me and not realizing it and passing it to someone else's grandparent. Like, I can't even imagine living with myself. And then I say that because my grandfather is like, um, he's on hospice and has like very few days left. And I know how I would feel if someone passed that to him. Right. Passed away from it. Like, I, frankly, I would hate that person. So I want to like, I'm not scared for myself, but I don't want to be foolish. Like, I want to be concerned for other people who it could affect. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh well, Olivia, thank you for doing your part. Okay, we'll let you go. I mean, you, you might you might have to whip back in, but Sorry, no, I'm I'm back in. Here watch. <laughs> so funny. Bye, thank you. Bye, Olivia. Oh my God. All right, Age. This has been great. An amazing, amazing show. Um, we are gonna kind of lay low. You can find us on social media just uh Saturday and Sunday, but we'll be back. Um, like I said, we have an energy reader coming on the show and telling you uh if you believe in that, what is actually happening energy-wise and why she says that uh, the fear and panic is not serving you. And in fact, she's gonna kind of give you the playbook of what we're supposed to be doing right now. Cause she says that this time according to the energy sources in the universe, is either going to make people bitter or better. And she will explain. Bitter or better. Sarah, bitter. what are you? Are you bitter or are you better? No, I'm getting better. I, I also believe this is a spiritual awakening for people. I believe we have, we have, especially in 
like metropolitan areas, New York City, L.A., we live a gluttonous existence, an existence that is all about, you know, ourselves and money and how much money you have and how much fame you have. And that has been where the priority has been. And I think that this disease or well, not disease, but virus is so fascinating because it's forcing us to stay by ourselves, like to look yeah. at ourselves, to listen. And this isn't going to be another two weeks. This is like months financial advisor tip just spoke with my financial advisor this morning he's like six months of volatility in the markets if you what yeah absolutely this isn't going away like anytime soon basically said you have no money uh you got a lot of paper stocks and uh, you got to hold back on to those because in the next like three to five years shit's going to be popping for you but it ain't now it ain't now. They did say that COVID is not going to be able to survive in the summer months. So it's going to come back even worse next winter. So, you know, things are going to pick back up for, you know, July and August. And then we're all going to, you know, yeah. hit, the, hit the sack in yeah. December. I think this is a spirit. This is like, I mean, people are going to lose jobs. You know, ton, they're already losing jobs. This is going to be a very yeah. big spiritual awakening for people. And the earth is healing. I, I, I have gone into full meditation, full energy mode. Are you doing yoga every morning? Are you saging the apartment? What's no, happening? No, okay. just you know, I'm just hitting some meditations. I know, and I'm actually surprisingly sober. And just, uh, I, I think that this is the reworking of energy. If people take it as an opportunity to see it that way, you know, well, I'm a little concerned for myself because <laughs> you know, I you know I drink a lot, but like every day has been like an opportunity to drink in my house. So like my. <laughs> Like every every day we have a different drink. So yesterday we made Pisco Sours. We got drunk off of that. Today my mom's like, I have coconut milk. We can make, um, oh, what is we that? We can do pina, pina coladas. coladas. <laughs> yes. I'm like, mom, we had Pisco last night. Now we're going to like the, you know, islands of, you know, Barbados. Oh I'm like, okay, we're traveling all over the world with these things. So I'm a little concerned for my family because all we're doing is <laughs> drinking, the, but pump, reflecting, but drinking. Pump the brakes on those that alcohol. I mean, I just think this is a great time to create. It's a great time to, re, you know, you're going to be fine. E- even like, it, I know it's it can be very, very scary. People feel like, where's my income going to come? But there's going to be a lot of opportunities. We're all going to be working at Walmart, basically. Is there enough spots there? I don't yeah, know. Uh, they're now, they just put out, they, they Walmart and Amazon are putting out Amazon. huge calls for employees. They need, they're like that hiring thousands of people. God, Jeff Bezos. I mean, uh, I know. who would have thought that little troll? Who, who uh, that little bald? <laughs> I mean, honestly, God, if he had walked into a bar twenty five years ago, you wouldn't have looked twice. You would have been like, "Excuse me, hold my old Gucci." I mean, you know. And look at that guy uh, living large. How do we get him on? He would have bought you a drink. You'd be like, "No." <laughs> I would have been like, "Hey, little fella, hit the skits." You know. I mean, <laughs> it would have been like, and what? like, "No, I'm starting a corporation in my garage." I'd be like. Sayonara. I don't want any part of that. Of I mean, course you are, you little basement dweller. Now kick it. You are. <laughs> now beat it. And now look at him. Fast forward 20 years later, almost richest man in the entire world. Okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> Elon <laughs> Musk as well. Like if you had seen Elon oh. Musk out 20 years ago. Ugh. Okay. He's at least, he's got some saving qualities. Like what? I mean, he's okay physically. Now, if we're talking, I don't know what they both are like, you know, just talking face to face conversationally, but I think that Elon Musk has a little bit of the, um, some type of international vibe going on, obviously. He has an accent. Okay. Again, hit it, pal. Like, you like bald. Your husband's bald. You would love, you would love Amazon Bezos. Oh, please. Now, oh my God. Adios, Dano. Yes, I'm ready to own these uh, Amazon centers.
So um, we loved the video of you and Dan. Are you guys bringing us any other TikTok viral themes, the we, two of you? We are. We're working on some content uh, okay. as we speak. We've, uh, you know, like I told you, this has been amazing for our relationship. We've never spent this yes. much time together in seven years. So like last night was the first night we like said an independent prayer together. I was like, let's pray together. And then Shmano came up with this prayer for our community and like we're like doing something different every single day in our marriage it's it's really cool that's the cutest thing ever what yeah we did that um today well today i have to go for a blood draw you know because even though uh the world is ending, you're going into the hospital what I know. I keep thinking about that. I'm supposed to. Actually, I might call my doctor before I do because I have to keep checking my HCG level after my right. chemo shots to make sure it's like still staying down. I'm surprised. Is that really, really, really necessary? Because a lot of times they're canceling everything that's not vital. I'm going to call them actually before I go yeah. today. You're right. That's a good point. Um, So today I think we're going to just like walk and actually I am going to, you know, this was one of my goals before I got, had the whole miscarriage thing. I really wanted to start performing stand-up again. So I yeah. am going to write a five-minute set and perform it in my living room on Instagram Live for Schman and just see how what? it goes. So I'm going to, he's going to help me write some jokes today. Okay, I love that. See, we're creating. So you're going to do it live of of him watching you or just you? No, if him, like, I'm going to just set the IG live up and introduce it, like, and we're going to pretend like it's a full nightclub. You know how they go, all right, next stop. This chick's got a podcast, you know, and they always tell like a joke, like, oh, yeah. hey, I see you brought your mom tonight. Like, okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. Love that. And try to, you know, put up some um some stuffed animals, do some crowd work. Yes. Like, oh, well, a nice, yeah. uh, nice coat on that one. What's yeah. going on with you two here? You guys on a first date? Oh, I remember <laughs> those days. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to give <laughs> yes, it up tonight? You know, like, uh, whatever, right? And then I'm going to go into my set and see how people respond on Instagram Live. I think I might drop that on Sunday night. But, you know, I, I wrote some jokes for Schman, and he did not think they were very good. And he has now given me, like, uh, the breakdown of how you're supposed to write a joke. Now, don't ask me this. I mean, the man, the man works in soccer. How the hell he knows how to structure a joke? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I always find it funny. You know, Schmiggy and I, we have completely different types of comedy. Like, I, when he shows me videos, I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Meanwhile, I show him my impression things, and he doesn't even, he doesn't even giggle. Like, nothing. My husband doesn't laugh at any of my jokes either. I think, uh, yeah, that. I don't think he'll find the set no matter what I do funny. And that's crazy yeah. that Schmig doesn't find you funny. And actually, how are you guys doing? I feel really bad because it sucks, I feel like, for people like you guys. This could be such great bonding time, but you can't see each other. I know. So he might be actually called in National Guard. He just got a notification that he might be have to go to different states all over with the National Guard. So I could not see him for months. This has not been great for our relationship. Oh, I know. I really feel so, bad, you know, except for you're, you are young. So, um, yeah. you know, I just have some FaceTime sex and see where it goes. The thing is, he doesn't do he doesn't do phone sex. And I don't really do it either because I'm like, okay, well, now my hand is on my left tit. You know, it doesn't really get it doesn't really get me off at all. This so. is the time you guys should do this is like a great challenge. Like I said to Schman, every single day we're gonna do something different that we would never do because this is the time. You guys should try having so what if it's awkward? You should have FaceTime sex. Oh my god. Oh. You know what? I I look hideous on an iPhone. You know when you take a picture and you do it the selfie mode? Oh my god, I you think look you look bad? Oh my god, please. I mean, are you kidding? Look, you've got a way better body than this. Okay, look. I mean, honestly, god, I look like, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm like that picture of Barbie okay. before when she was hot and then after quarantine, she's like really big. Girl, you cannot It's I just going to look meme. saggy when you're doing it. You know? Okay, yeah, just try to do, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You're gorgeous. You know, Get down there and try something new. Give him a virtual blowjob. You know, like, it's just like coming like this out of the camera. You know, yeah. you could be like, yeah. See, that doesn't do anything. I need to touch. I'm one of those tracks I have to touch, you know? So, yeah, we've, I mean, uh, I don't know. I never get like super, but I'm having very vivid dreams and I need to like, yeah, it's, it. What are they now? What do like, you dream I, now? Well, I cheated on him with a very unattractive, fat, hairy, sweaty, gross guy. And when I woke up, it was so vivid. I was like, <gasps> like, I'm starting to have horrible dreams of cheating on him. So I texted him. I was like, hey, um, I'm dreaming that I'm cheating on you. This isn't a good sign. Maybe. <laughs> I already told you what it means. It's because you are becoming famous. You're like, your star is, is rising. It? Yeah. And you're worried about losing. Okay. You're worried about losing close friends and relationships as your your fame rises. And it's true. You're going to shed people and relationships. Oh, yeah. That seems a bit far-fetched. Now, you dreamt about a snake. What does that mean? I've had a million people DM me and everyone's like, oh, you're having a baby. I'm like. Really? V- being delivered by a snake dangling from the ceiling? Okay. This is the thing. What? Like, How does this is why a baby? can't believe any of this shit because everyone has a different interpretation. One, somebody yeah. says it's about sexual deceit. So I'll go through Dan's phone later today and let you know. Um, <laughs> I've got to. Uh, so I've had, it's a child coming. It's sexual deceit. It represents a fear that you're now conquering. Um, what other things did it represent? Brown is a very symbolic. When you see a brown snake, it means something. Uh, people have written me many different things. That's insane. I think you could just pick which one you like best, and that's what people do. I'm going hopefully with a healthy child. I don't know how it's going to be born now in COVID-19, but, you know, whatever. I mean, I've already lived through a molar pregnancy that no one ever, like, yeah, like 2% of all people ever in the world ever get that. So, like, anyway. Um, All right. Well, let me jump. My mom and Seth are calling me, so I have to. I'm sure. Off the hook, right? Yeah. Yeah, They're probably like, hey, mom. Wait. I loved your Hi. mom's rendition. She's like, Evan, what, what? the loudest. Uh, they're talking about following uh, California about restricting traveling. I know, mom. We are we're on our way. We're going to come to Maine. I just don't want to contaminate you. You're not going to contaminate me. <laughs> I have no signs at all. Yeah, but it's not you. We could have the signs, and we could be bringing it to you. And you're in the age group. Well, I'm pretty strong, so if I got it. I'm sure I'd go, I'd, I'd manage to get through it, you know. Okay, mom, She's that's strong. not like a good plan. We are going to come. It's going to be fine. Take a deep breath. You watch too much news. Are you going to, you're going to come this weekend or when? Um, well, if we can wait seven days, we saw people last Sunday. So if we could wait seven or eight days, that would be the best. All right. Well, just keep an eye on the TV because it sounds like, you know, it's going to get worse. Yeah, it is. Good. Yeah, it's definitely going to get worse. Yeah, so they really, you know, I mean, if you if you can't come up, you can't come up, you know. But um, we will, we will definitely get there. I'm doing the. Can I call you back, Mom? I'm doing the podcast. Yeah. Right, okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um. Okay. <laughs> it's getting worse. I thought it's slowing concerned. down. No, no. We have like fourteen thousand confirmed cases in the United States. It it like doubled overnight. Fourteen thousand today. Yeah, as of today. I'm really glad you're not in New York. You know, they got 6,000 cases. And do you know... Our oh, friend- I knew. I'm, I'm so happy I'm out there. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, Producer Stewart, our friend Producer Stewart, who works for NBC, one of the people that contracted yes. uh, COVID-19 in his building just died. Yeah. What? It's very in the serious. NBC building? Yes, yes. In NBC, he is stopping That's short. Early rock. He's at early Yes. Rock. He, yes. Oh, my Go God. Go read his Instagram page. I don't want to put anything in... 
out there, but that is, I would assume, an NBC employee. Yeah. Holy balls. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Go to his Instagram right now. It's, uh, yeah, he's... It, oh my God. Producer Stewart. Okay. What PSA from Producer Stewart use this coronavirus quarantine time wisely? Take time to practice how to do your makeup. Uh, okay. No, no. <laughs> Not that one. Not that one. Keep going. Keep going. Honey, it was Slim Pickens at Walmart. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's really... Maybe he deleted it. Hold on. Hold on. He um, might have deleted it. The White House wants are, uh, to run us a check for Rona inconvenience. So seriously, Trump is pitching a plan to Congress. Nope. Oh, I bet he had to take it down. No. Right here. Posted two hours ago. OMG. 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 One of the employees at my job who was infected Dorona has died. This is crazy. Two hours what ago. What Instagram are you following? It's Justin Prince Stewart. Oh, my God. I'm so Oh, my God. Sick. He has two viral accounts. He has producer Stewart. Oh, and then he's what people are saying, oh, my God, I'm so sorry to hear that, Justin, sending condolences to you, their family and your coworkers. I said, oh, my God, please uh, stay healthy, uh, sending you healing prayers. Sad to read. Stay safe, Justin. Condolences to you and their families. My condolences. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you're not in New York City. Holy shite. Me too. That's insane. And I was just in that building. So that's really scary. Okay. Okay. Oh, you know what? So Justin's fine, though. He has no symptoms, but somebody in his no, building. Well, that's a huge building. No, but he still has to go into work every single day. So that's very scary for what? them. Yeah, I they cannot work. can work from home. No, a lot well, of- I guess I guess when they're in the control room, yeah, they have to be there. Oh, holy balls. Um, uh, you, were, you were just bringing it up and then we'll, then we'll run. But uh, we are going to do our Imagine rendition, which is fucking hysterical. And people, yes. okay, it's so funny to me because when I watched the Gal Gadot Imagine, I actually... I didn't think it was like preachy or pretentious at all. I don't know why. I know everyone was like, oh, it's so stupid. But then Barstool Sports did one. So that was hysterical. Ours is going to be a riot. I, you know, whatever. Fuck the haters. But I, did you, when you first saw it, did you think it was like, oh, rich people singing Imagine? No, no. I didn't think it was strange. The only thing that I thought was out of the norm was when, you know, people like Mark Ruffalo and Amy Adams and Will Ferrell, they just all looked so like glassed over, like it was some dream. Like Will Ferrell looked like a caveman. He'd never seen light in like 10 weeks. I, I was concerned for him. I was like, Will, Will, buddy. Will. Quit, you know, shake. William, shave your beard. Like, come on now. You're showing this to the whole world. Now, Gal Gadot, she looked like Fresh air, beautiful, beautiful. airbrush. So did Kristen you know, Wiig. The- no makeup, Kristen- she looks stunning. Okay, well, Kristen Wiig looked, gave me like very natural vibes, but I also got, you know that movie when they go to like the Swedish countryside and they all get murdered? <sighs> okay. I was getting like, pil- I was getting pilgrim vibes. Like it was a little bit, um, it was very like end of world vibes. So a lot of them, I just thought they looked very strange. I was like, why are you guys looking like, you know, I don't know. It was so weird I, to me. But I, It's getting like trashed online, but I thought it was actually pretty funny. So we put the call out yesterday for all of our uh, Hey Frage fans and family to do it. And they did, including like my mom. So we're that's going to be up later today. Paul Wharton is on it. Elizabethany from Hot 99.5. That was great. Kyle Ridley, who's a producer at WJLA. And a lot of our <laughs> listeners, Stephanie, our listener, they were great. Okay, I'm editing it so I see all the outtakes. It's hilarious. I should make an outtake tape where everyone's like, oh shit, that wasn't it. Your mom is like, okay, she's got the dog in the lap. She's like, oh, 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 um, hello, pedos is shaking. Oh my god, imagine all the people. And she's like looking at the screen. Are those the words? 
Okay. Girl, Hilarious. I was pissing my pants. And you got to put more Paul Wharton in there because he actually has like a microphone. Like he has on, um, what is it called when people do? Um, Karaoke. He's lip syncing. He's or literally doing lip sync, but it's almost like dub. You it's know, auto tuned. Auto tuned. Yeah. It's like, imagine. And he looks like perfect. Girl, you got to put him in there extra. I mean, oh, for sure. he's a riot. For sure. Well, I like I like Barstool's rendition because none of them took it seriously. Like they were shitting and they were taking showers. They were smoking once. Like I thought it was funny. I I like the renditions of, you know, whatever their theme is. We probably should have just told people go all funny. But at first I just thought it was like beautiful. I was like, oh, that's really nice. A great, great read a pause. And then everyone read it like it was so pretentious. So by the time I put that out, people sent us kind of their more serious ones. But I mesh it in. You know what? Oh, yeah. we will. I'm going to try to get my mom to do it, too. And get then I'm going to... Get Carol. Gonna... Yes. Get Carol yeah. and Benito. They could do it yeah, together. Do you, do you want me to label everyone? Because I don't know all of the names, but I'll try yeah. my best. I don't think you okay. should. Because maybe not everyone wants their shit out there. I don't know. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, some, of, some of you guys have beautiful singing voices. Some of you really tried your hardest. They really did. I, I don't have a singing voice, so you'll hear mine. It was not... Neither did I. It was awful. <laughs> Imagine all the people. I just tried to sing. No, you... I got really At one it. point, you go... <laughs> it was so good. I really need to do an outtakes with everyone. Do outtakes. Oh. Do outtakes. Um, Olivia said, accidentally closed my window. So here I am to hear y'all finishing this out strong. We love you, oh, Olivia. Love you, Olivia. You are awesome. All right, you guys, follow AJ Andrea Lopez Comedy on TikTok, on Instagram. Basically, that's the only places. Uh, Follow Hey Frage at TikTok, at Instagram. And of course, you know, later today, this podcast episode will be up. So Hey Frage podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Instagram, iTunes, everywhere that podcasts are delivered. Bye, everybody. Download, download, download. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey, Frizz, alive.